morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever it is that you are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this is Coffee and Christ, my weekly share of the daily process that I go through each and every day. And it has been life transforming for me. And my hope, my prayer, my wish is that something that comes through today's podcast as a has an impact on you that potentially can gain new awareness in your life to the extent that you can have a breakthrough, have a transformational breakthrough for you. And on that note, we have just kicked off our membership site at Life Transformed, a community of people who are for you, don't judge you, are in harmony with you. If you are a seeker who is seeking more out of life and you want to be surrounded by that kind of community, then we are the place for you. Nothing great ever happens with one. The problem that we all have that we don't realize we have is that we're all in isolation. If we have a problem that comes into our life or a circumstance we have to deal with, typically we try to do it all on our own. That was me when I was in the corporate world. And I can speak directly to any of you who are in jobs that you don't really enjoy, but you're doing it because you want to save money, you want to have health benefits, you want to retire, or you have retired and you're just like, oh, I'm just kind of existing. No, there's so much more to you, for you. And God has a special plan for you, I believe. And our community is all about helping you discover and amplify that specific plan. All right, let's get going. The verse of the day. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. Do you guys see how this is playing out? I just talked about isolation to community, and that is just what they're talking about here. But encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. Wow. You know, this is how the Word of God is alive. I just gave the intro to this podcast, and literally the verse of the day is speaking directly into that. So the way I look at that in my life is this is something God wants to emphasize with me. So in this case, I'm... I'm internalizing this as an affirmation that what we're doing at Life Transformed, we are on the right path. We are helping God. We're being ambassadors for God to make disciples, right? To bring light to this dark, dark world. And and that is so, so cool. So let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, our community is all about that. I'm in something called a loom that is all about that. Um, so this is speaking to me on so many levels. 
and not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Yes, you cannot be in isolation. I cannot be in isolation. If you are isolating yourself for whatever reason, stop it, okay? I know, easy to say, tough to do. Literally, I don't want you to just stop it. What I want you to do is really think below the surface and try to understand why am I isolating myself? Why am I not getting connected in a community or with other people? And start answering those questions in your own life. Because all the answers are locked deep within you. And sometimes you need help. That's why I do uh, coaching. It's not something I publicize a lot, but one-on-one coaching, the ability to ask the questions of someone that they don't want to ask themselves, to allow them to unearth the answers that are locked deep within them is the whole power of coaching. And the power that you have inside of you is all the answers to any obstacle, anything you're facing right now in this world, all the answers are within you. Because if you are a follower of Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit in you, and that's where the answers are. If you're not a follower of Jesus, just stay with me. There is hope for you too, because everyone has a chance to follow Jesus. And it's not complicated. If you want more information, reach out. Get involved in our community. We can help you with all of that kind of stuff. All right, let's go right into the devotional next. Those of you who have been following the podcast for a while, this is all spontaneous. Nothing is rehearsed. Some people will leave. Relationships advance our mission and purpose in life. They often determine the pace of our growth, maturity, and choices. Ruth and Oprah married into Naomi's family and both lost their husbands. In the midst of navigating around the unforeseen circumstances, Naomi makes a heartbreaking decision to release the daughters-in-law to go back to their families and remarry. Oprah kissed Naomi goodbye, but Ruth hugged her and stayed. People will come and go. Some friendships will last and others are seasonal. Transitions are inevitable. And we need God and his divine wisdom to help us navigate around this. When we face uncertainty, we need to trust God, his plan, and his purpose because there is a special grace that carries us through times when people leave. Have you ever experienced the loss of people leaving your life, church, family? Have you processed that loss with God? You know, I will say, absolutely. I mean, I've been on this earth over 60 years, so I've had plenty of loss. And I think that the way this is hitting me, it's, you know, obviously I just found God eight years ago in my life. So this is relatively new for me. But there is a special grace that carries us through when people leave. I mean, I can think back at my last marriage and the way I was able to strongly persevere and go through that whole process in a way that prompted um, pastors that I knew to say you're in a good place because you know I had divorced my ego 
from that whole process. And y'all, what I want to share is if you are if you're in a place or a space where I was before God, where it was all about you and you had to make everything happen on your own, the beauty is this is at a very basic level. If you feel a burden on your life at all, Christ is there to take that burden. And that may not make any sense to you right now if you don't follow Jesus and this whole God thing is a little bit weird. But it was such a relief for me. So if anybody out there is listening to this podcast and they're like, dang, I feel like I've had, you know, I, I have to be the leader of my family and at work um, for my in-laws, friends, and, and for me, it was a slow process of all of these burdens piling up. And because people count on you, um, you know, for me, it was like, well, I just have to keep on being trustworthy. People trust in me to be strong, then I have to just keep doing it. It's like you're on this hamster wheel and you can't get off of it. So if any of you are in that, in that mind state, in that season in your life, and I can tell you from experience, this world stuff, million dollars in a bank, house paid off, cars paid off, you know, everything looks great. That's not it that will not be the freedom that you are seeking. So I'm here to tell you that that is a lie. And there's only one answer and it's it's Jesus, it really is. And if you have any inkling of speaking more about this, reach out to me. I'd love to have a conversation with you, not to try to convince you of anything, but just to hear your story, hear where you are, and know that you are loved just where you are. And there is something greater for you. But again, we all have free will. So you have to choose it. And no one can choose it for you. You have to choose it. And and God will do transforming work in your life if you make that step. All right, Ruth won. But Naomi said, return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters, it is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. At this, they wept out loud again. Then Oprah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. Okay, so what is one thing God is saying to you? Um, So God is saying to me, and I'm putting myself back to the old Bob and the new Bob, right? Trust your instinct.
intuition, right? For God, that's what I thought it was. For determining which relationships are serving you in your life. Now I know it's the Holy Spirit. Trust in the Spirit. Okay, so I'm in Isaiah 25. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. You have made the city a heap of rubble, a fortified town a ruin, the foreigner's stronghold a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong peoples will honor you. Cities of ruthless nations will revere you. You have been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the storm, and a shade from the heat. For the breath of the ruthless is like the storm driving against the wall, and like the heat of the desert. You silence the uproar of foreigners. As heat is reduced by the shadow of a cloud, so the song of ruthless is still. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. In that day, they will say, surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. That is something that I feel so strongly in my heart. Surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. I believe that's the world we're living in right now. That what we have to do, all we have to do is trust in that. For sure. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. The hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, but Moab will be trampled in their land as straws trampled down in the manure. They will stretch out their hands in it as swimmers stretch out their hands to swim. God will bring down their pride despite the cleverness of their hands. He will bring down your high fortified walls and lay them low. He will bring them down to the ground, to the very dust. And this is the common refrain, I think, that we get 
out of the Old Testament is, and is still true today. I mean, look at our world, how we have discounted God. We've taken God out of schools. Uh, you know, we have this crazy culture, particularly here in the U.S., where the, we are valueless. Everything is acceptable. Everything is acceptable. Is everything love, though? That isn't the that isn't the filter that we that we use. We don't use the filter on whether or not everything is love. We do it as a we don't want to offend somebody. We want to be politically correct. And believe me, I don't intend. I don't go out to offend anybody. I go out to speak the truth as I know it. The truth as Jesus is teaching it. And for me. That is the most powerful way to speak into this world. God does the transforming work in people, not me. And I've come to realize that. All I have to do is share my life and make my life and the way I live it be a testimony to our amazing God. I think really in the end, that is what it's all about. Um, for sure. So that was Isaiah 25. Now quickly, I'm going to run through. Let's see if I've got enough time for this one. Probably. Okay. Ethics or cosmetics. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, pretenders, hypocrites. For you are like tombs that have been whitewashed, which look beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and everything impure. That's Matthew 23, 7. It's easy to become like the Pharisees who were more concerned about appearing rather than actually being ethical. But the Lord saw right through their hypocrisy and he sees through anyone acting that way today. The practice of whitewashing unethical behavior is possibly rifer today than when Jesus described the Pharisees as whitewashed tombs. Whitewashing often plays out today in the tolerable names that the corporate world has come up with for deplorable practices. A bribe is called PR. Lying is called packaging, and so on. When a conscience of the believer nags, the devil is often at hand to offer a way out. Outsource it. He convinces you to engage agents to take on the task with the implied requirements to manage the unsavory parts of the process, like paying a bribe. Not unlike Pilate, who washed his hands with water, declaring himself not guilty of the blood of Jesus, even as he released him to the crowd, paying for his blood. You probably consider yourself to be ethical but just outsourcing the messy parts of business, knowing full well that it is being done on your behalf and financed by use questionable ethics, one what one might call cosmetic. What we must aim for is a life where what you see is what you get, a life whereby no claim can be made against us that like the Lord, you may be able to say with boldness, the prince of this world is coming and he has no claim on me so good you guys this is all about business and this is again our life transformed community we are all about that in our community the money that we are generating is going to be for serving the kingdom in our case love places and spaces transformation centers all around the world and each of our entrepreneurs have individual god blessed dreams that they are looking to manifest in this world 
And that's why we have membership site to drive the revenue to create these transformation centers where people's lives can be easily transformed. You know, all the money goes right back into that kind of stuff. Kingdom stuff, God transformational stuff. That is what it's all about. And, and getting people out of isolation into community where freedom awaits for each and every person. That is what we do. That is who we are within life transformed. So that will be a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Share this podcast. Like this podcast. Okay? We we want this to reach the people that it's supposed to reach. So if you are that person, amen. We are so blessed. If you know someone in your life that is made blessed, send this on to them. If you know someone who is ready to be part of a community of people to get out of isolation, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're somebody that just knows that leveraging our God-given talents together, we can amplify our voice so much more. And your time, you're ready. Your time is now. Reach out to us. You can apply to be part of what we're doing. Okay, we love you. Until next time, uh, God bless you. And join me on Mondays for uh, Chasing Freedom, Momentum Monday. And of course, next Thursday for Coffee and Christ. Take care.